cereal box, this would be the toy inside. Oh, I wanted that one. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Oh, happy post non-existent splendor recovery day. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, well. <laughs> I'm feeling a lot better than a couple of times I've woken up with you after this weekend and done a radio show. Oh, mama. Um, uh, remember when that absolutely cooked guy, because we're in the backstage area recording, yes. you know, a Monday live show after Splendor, that absolutely cooked guy yeah. walked in eating corn chips and just talking in a fake South African accent. Yeah, and then he, <laughs> he took a to be show there. hostage. He was all over, all over the breaks. He's chatting away. He's buying us chips and stuff. Uh, good times. Uh, well, look, uh, by all accounts, it was absolutely soaked up in Byron across the weekend. So, um, you know, we saved ourselves a lot of wasted mud boots, yeah. gum boots, rain boots. Uh, I never I know what they're, they're called. called. I think they're called um, moistness slippers is what they call them. <laughs> Moist slippers uh, <laughs> That's the word you're looking for But thank you very much for joining us It is your, uh, your Australia's favourite on-demand breakfast radio show And that's what we're doing here today With some uh, awesome artists Including a great artist Who would be playing heaps of live music right now Eves Caritas And if you could see the Zoom meeting we're in right now, as soon as that song hit, everyone's head started bopping. <laughs> so yeah. you know that she knows Got how to make a bop. bop. <laughs> Got that bop. Uh, very excited to chat to Eves about her brand new single, Complicated. I've really been loving hearing it uh, a lot on the radio, on TV shows, on BBC One worldwide. She's been blowing up. So it's exciting to see young Aussie cans talent dominating the charts. Queenslander! Yeah, you know uh, as well as that, we're going to be finding out what did and didn't happen on Matt O'Kine's weekend. And to kick things off, Matt O'Kine, we always love a confrontation in a department store. And I tell you what, it's been a big one over the weekend when there's masks being uh, mandated. People, some people aren't going to be happy to be uh, having a listen to that very, very soon. It's All Day Breakfast with your boys, Matt and Alex. Free the flash. This is just the start. <laughs> Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Now, Matt O'Kine, it was pretty early on in my radio career when I realised that there needs to be a delicate balance if you're going to be jumping up and talking on radio. And it's one, particularly in breakfast radio, you need to um, be able to lead an interesting enough life to have things to talk about and contribute to the conversation. <laughs> uh, but you also can't wreck yourself because then you won't be able to talk about them articulately or sensibly at all um, and you'll absolutely burn out. Now, for the, the former of them, leading it a, an interesting life, that's uh, pretty tricky when you're in lockdown, my friend. <laughs> I have not been doing much, so I'm going to be doing a lot of leaning on you. When it comes well, to stories. I mean, occasionally you get lucky. I remember in my first year of radio that I was going to bed very early, taking it very seriously. Was not, nothing much was happening, so it was actually a godsend when my tube of toothpaste fell in my toilet. There was something to talk about. <laughs> I dropped it and went in the bowl. Um, beautiful. What have you dropped in the toilet? Done. Well, no, that was a tube of toothpaste from seven years ago. <laughs> yeah, you give it a rinse. No, you wouldn't, no, you wouldn't still use it. What I mean, did you still use it after it dropped in the toilet? No. It was, I yeah. have dropped. I dropped a pair of sunglasses in a in a in a toilet once, and I um, yeah, I use them still. No, <laughs> but you would think about it every time you put them on. Oh, your I did. Face. I I literally I found myself in bed at night thinking that's disgusting. 
I would and- refuse to do that. Um, speaking of people refusing thing- to put things on their face, um, uh, we've had a big weekend here in Melbourne. The first sort of uh, chance for people to... Uh, you know, really have a a leisurely weekend, but with mandatory face masks. You're only able to go out for four reasons, exercise, caregiving, uh, you know, work where you can't work from home and shopping. But even with that, you must wear a mask for all of those ones, unless... You've, you think you know what human rights uh, entail and uh, that is what has happened in a local Bunnings around Melbourne over the weekend, Matt O'Kine, where a, um, uh, I think nowadays, unfortunately for people actually called this, but they're getting known as Karens. <laughs> Yeah, well, the Karen Karen's everywhere at the moment. COVID, nothing brings out Karen like COVID. Um, really, absolutely stormed to the front of uh, of internet and meme culture. If you don't know what, who Karen is, by the way, um, sort of uh, imagine imagine the person who asks to speak to the manager. Um, they uh, often it's often related to um, instances of, uh, say, more recently, unjustly calling the police uh, on on um, people of colour or yeah. it's, uh, just... It's, it's sort of entitled boomers are, are now getting called this particular name because it's, uh, I guess, like everyone, names have their day. But they, this has come... I, I assume people listening, Matt, you know, they're young, cool, hip people who love the memes. So um, they're going to know what they're going on with Karens, but they have a bit of trouble during COVID, not the least of which... There was a tweet by the um, UK uh, shopping supermarket chain, Sainsbury's, like, you know, the Woolies over in the UK, where they said, we won't be challenging customers without a mask when they enter or when they are in store since they may have a reason not to wear a mask. Karen, and they got a reply to that saying, that is so rude. How dare you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> use that word to do that. And then someone came back. Uh, I'm sorry you're upset. Uh, that is just the lady's name who was on Twitter, Andy. Oh, <laughs> so, really? Poor old <laughs> Karen working on the Sainsbury's social media team. It <laughs> sounded like this person took it as a slur, <laughs> her signing off her name. Oh, dear. So it's a bit of a shame. So uh, what happened at, What happened to Bunnings? Because I, I saw this in the news. So I... Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't love. I, I mean, I, I'm hesitant to click on the Karen stories. You know, I'm always a bit unsure about it. Well, I had a couple of ones. There was one um, person, and it's interesting because these videos are coming out from people who have filmed it themselves. So they're getting publicly shamed, but they're doing the thing like watch what we're doing. I'm doing my rights, and I guess sharing it amongst you know groups of potentially like-minded people to make it seem as if, you know, look, you know, at this world we're living in. Because there was a border crosser as well. There was a border crosser who went to a border, you're not meant to travel to regions and she's like, what am I arrested for? What am I arrested, you know, are you going to charge me with anything? And they're like, just go. Trying to bring bring down the scamdemic (laughs) one prank at a time. But uh, this particular lady walked into a Bunnings and their policy, as with plenty of people around the, both Australia and the world at the moment, is to, um, to put on a mask if you're shopping in our department stores mm. for the safety of our staff and customers. She wasn't having any of that and filmed it, had the camera in the Bunnings staffer's face, and this is how it went down. Just asking if you've got a mask. Well, it's clear I don't. I actually don't need a medical certificate if you refer to the DH. No, I'm allowed to do this. And you're discriminating against me. We're all just trying to all be in this together. And you're not authorised by the Australian government to even question me about it. And I can have you sued. It is in breach 
of the 1948 Charter of Human Rights to discriminate against men and women. So, I mean, it went on for a while. <sighs> the discrimination didn't seem to be based on gender uh, rather than the lack of masks. She took it that way. And, look, it was it was a pretty big confrontation uh, which, you know, it's tough for me to actually go in hard on this particular lady because, Matt, I've had my own quite embarrassing video drop over the weekends. Oh, when... I, d- I didn't know whether you were going to talk about this because it, th- yeah. this, is pretty, this is pretty damning, bro. Well, I came out, well, damning, you say damning, I say damn good because I stood up for myself when I was challenged trying to get into a nightclub in the Fortitude Valley in 2008 and this is what happened with the bouncer there. Uh, sorry, mate, you can't come in here. Uh, why not? You're carrying a knife. I can see a knife clearly strapped to your side. Um, well, excuse me, sir, but that is actually for my friend's birthday party. So unless you're a company that discriminates against people with birthdays, then I'm sorry, but I'm going to sue you. Uh, that doesn't look like a cake-cutting knife. That's like It looks like a knife you chop duck with. It's a duck-chopping knife. Well, yes, it's slightly larger than normal, but I need to go to the Amazon rainforest tomorrow and hack through some foliage. So thank you very much for causing my day to be ruined. I'm going to sue you. You can't sue. That's what you think. You can't sue. You can't sue me. What? No, if you if you sue me, I'm going to sue you. I'd like to see you try to sue me when I sue you. You can't sue me. You will not sue me. I'll sue you. I'm going to sue you, sir. I will sue. I'm going to sue. Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Now, Matt, while my weekends are a little bit uh, on the dull side, you always manage to cram in so much stuff. In fact, you do it to a point where we have to put a whole competition around it so just so we can get everything in. Yeah, absolutely. The people... Uh, noticed that we took a week off last week. Um, <laughs> someone actually got in touch with us and said, uh, what's going on? Where's, um, a, where's Australia's favourite game? Well, you say a week off. I would contend that it was potentially uh, a final episode, but <laughs> it's back. <laughs> nah, the people wanted it, I'm telling you. Someone messaged in, they said, they said, oi, have I missed something? Or has Matt, like Jamie Veal, Look, he's got he's got six he's got six thousand followers because he does a, like a little sports car riding thing. Not a little. So that's yeah. a, that's a very that sounded very <laughs> condescending, didn't it? Sounds like I he mean, has a quite popular sports yeah, car riding yeah. thing. It's just one. It's just the car looks like um a little like it's like a little solo person with a little th- rampy thing on top. Anyways, he <laughs> he said, lads, did Australia's favorite segment get get the ass or did I miss it? No, we just we took a week off. And now I'm back right. bigger than ever with Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's so long. <laughs> it's not long enough for 
One of these things didn't actually happen. Only one of these things is not true. That's right. One of these things didn't actually happen. Australia's favourite new podcast segment. Thank you, Jamie Veal635 on Insta for finally giving the people what they want. Alex Dyson, you wouldn't believe what happened to me this weekend. Well, I wouldn't. Uh, And in one case... I would be smart because one of these things didn't happen. There, Matt is going to tell you, say three things from his weekend. Two are true. One is false. And we have someone very special who's going to be playing with us. That's right. Aaron from Adelaide is on the line. Hello, Aaron. Hey, lads. How's it going? Good. Thanks, Aaron. Now, now, no doubt you find this segment. Do you think that it's probably Australia's favourite game show? Yeah, I would imagine so. Like, I honestly thought that it was the barbecue in the park that um, didn't work last time you played. Or uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you're you're a keen, you're an avid follower of it. You've watched all the series, a bit like me in Selling Houses Australia. Go on, Alex yeah. Dyson. <laughs> you would then know, Aaron, that Matt has only been toppled one instance in the entire running of the series. So, have you got any tactics? To reckon you can make it number two. Well, from previous experience, like being on Millionaire before and I passed on a uh, question that I did know and didn't get back on the seat. So, you know, I just got to go with my gut. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, devastating. this sounds like a whole that's, other story. <laughs> and that's that's like... actually to be, This story sounds a lot more interesting than one of these things <laughs> didn't actually happen, okay? But this yeah, isn't let's... the... This isn't the Aaron and Alex buddy podcast. This is the Matt and Alex podcast. This is all you, not me. (laughs) So that's you basically, Eddie Maguire said to you, Aaron, would you like some money? And you said, no, thanks, Eddie. (laughs) Well, he actually offered me a Spartan cricket bat as well. And I was like, no, I'm just a Kookaburra fan. So (laughs) I I completely just bottled the whole thing. Oh, my Lord. Aaron, what was the question? Do you remember? Um, The one that I passed on was... It was like, which one of these islands aren't a part of the Whit Sundays? Mm. And I was going to lock in Lizard Island, and I was like, nah, nah, just just play it smarter. Play the islands, come around again. Yeah, Mm. and um, yeah, I knew every other answer to the questions, and I would have walked away with uh, 20 grand, but (laughs) it's what it is. Well, never mind, well, Aaron, because you could walk away with absolutely nothing today. That's, that's all that I, that's all that I uh, could ever ask for. Aaron's taken the tactic of if he plays games that don't have prizes, he'll never see feel the same pain. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's a smart move from you, Aaron. This getting a lot more than just telling us what happened on Matt's weekend. This is about redemption. So uh, without further ado, Matt O'Kine, what's uh, event number one from your weekend? Okay, event number one. I threw away $20. Right. 20,000 or 20? $20. Oh, okay. Event number two. I got busted carrying a poster of myself across town. All right. And event number three, my phone gave me a fat lip. <laughs> okay. Now, Aaron, as you would well know, it's over to you. It's for the customary interrogation. You get what one question have- on each. Well, straight away, I'm going to just throw away the 20 bucks because the crumb that you are, there's no way that uh, you would uh, throw away 20 bucks. <laughs> well, no, no, okay, wait, 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 wait. Here's what, here's what happened. It wasn't a $20 note, all right? 
I, I got it. I got it. One of those pack of, pack of smokes or something. No, no, <laughs> no. It's not 2004. Thank you very much. Um, I, I, uh, I, I, I got one of those uh, delicious, you know, prepare at home meals from one of the uh, grand great restaurants in Sydney. One of Merivale at home meals. Okay, and uh, I put it all in the fridge, and then I, and then I didn't realise that the 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 fresh prawns that they'd put in the pack was at the bottom of the box and I didn't put it in the fridge and I saw it sitting on the bench like eight hours later. I had to go to the shops and buy prawns. It cost me $20, so I had to throw away 20 bucks worth of prawns. So by throwing out some prawns, you threw out a lobster. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, right? (laughs) Okay, so that's that story. And what's the other one? Any other questions? Um... I've kind of forgot the third one because after the first story, you've already used about the, the take-home meals before, so I'm still still going to just cross that one off the list. So what was the third one? Okay, so the third one is my phone gave me a fat lip. Yeah, we're going to go with that one. Actually, no, 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 we'll go with B. We'll go with B. You got busted with the poster of yourself. All right, well, so you don't think even you... he's got he's still got lifelines. Wait, oh, you don't you don't think <laughs> you don't think. That I walked you, you across the city to Dave Chappelle with my. Like, you don't think I? You don't think I got my own poster, mate? You don't think I had to cart it along through <laughs> through Sydney while while some my friend who owns a gym's mowing business beeped at me and said, "Oh, get a job," as he drove <laughs> past, and I was carrying a big photo of myself, my own face. It was very embarrassing because my sister borrowed the car. Anyway, no, that, that's yeah, that's the one that I reckon happened. Oh, you reckon that happened? Okay, so yeah. which one do you reckon didn't happen? One of the mate, the game is called "One of These Things Didn't Actually <laughs> Happen." Not one of these things actually happened. Come on, Aaron. One of these things didn't happen. Well, which then, one do you well, think then, didn't okay, happen? Okay, okay. Look, look, look. I've just, I've just been uh, overwhelmed. Did the same thing with Millionaire. Look, I've just let the game <laughs> get <against> my head. <laughs> You're in the hot seat. Come on, Aaron. Let's do okay, this. Okay, okay. The first one didn't happen. The throwing away the twenty dollars that didn't okay. happen. Okay. okay. You didn't throw away the prawns. Your phone did give you a fat lip, and you did get beeped. It's time ready to announce, Aaron, that you are absolutely incorrect. I'm oh, sorry. You've cooked it again. Oh no. Oh. He was very confident, Matt. Which one of those things didn't actually happen? I didn't carry a poster of myself across the city. It does sound like a me thing to do, and I almost <laughs> did it. I'll tell you that much. I really ummed and ahed about it. I thought, nah, I can't do it. Not now. I'm not wearing the face mask. So I, it was just too obvious that it was me. So I, uh, I left it in the, my friend's my friend's office and I picked it up another day. And my phone did give me a fat lip. Sophia was holding onto it, and she, she chucked it up my face and it, like gave oh, me this big fat lip. Oh look, I I guarantee that happened. Like if that was going to be the, if the, that was going to be my answer, one of these things happened. Like that was. The uh, you've had a few. You've had a few night scrolls turn uh, ugly, have you? Aaron? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He knows all about it. Well, Aaron, like the... I'm very very sorry. Once again, on a game show, you walk away uh, with only your dignity. Um, thank you very much for no, joining no, us here just, on All Day Breakfast. Yeah, just to finish. So my weekend, right? Took a beating at the cast on Friday. Missed the shot to win. Missed the shot to win the win the game like yesterday, and now this. But... Oh, you're Australian. Oh, I wish one of those things didn't this actually weekend. happen. Aaron, look, if you can, if you were a bigger loser than Aaron over the weekend, then please get in touch with us. <laughs> Matt, and, if, okay, on our, Instagram. Our talk back for tomorrow is when have you done an Aaron? 
Uh, let us know when you've actually absolutely had an Aaron of a weekend, and we'd love to chat to you. What you know, medley of madness has, has occurred to you? We'd we'll uh, love to hear from you. So there you go, Aaron. You've had a talkback named after you, so you're all right now. Oh, fantastic! I just yeah, now 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 I'm uh, now I can bring myself up from the depths of hell. Legend. So. Thank you We're so good. much, Aaron. Heaps of fun, no mate. We'll see you next time. All right, cheers, mate. Have a good one. Cheers, bye. Bye. Well, at no, least Aaron's haven't. living in Adelaide where you you can go to the footy, Matt, and I'm not. So there you go. I've had an Aaron this weekend. <laughs> Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, our next guest kind of burst onto the scene uh, around about whoa, 2014 um, under the name New Eve's The Behaviour, that was when I first uh, we first worked with her on Triple J, Alex Dyson, uh, released a couple of songs and then uh, changed names, now goes under her real name, Eve's Caritas, has been away for a little while and is back with a brand new single. It's called Complicated and it sounds a little bit something like this. So tell me, when did everything here get so fucking complicated? Used to love it, nothing, and here she is right now with us, uh, Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Hello, East Caritas. Hey, Matt and Alex. How are you going? Really good. Thank you very much for having a chat to us. I guess well, I, there's a certain bands or, or musicians or artists that uh, really, you know, mirror your, your own career. And Matt O'Kine burst onto the music scene in 2014 as well when he started hosting on Triple J. And so you've uh, got a similar trajectory as well. Um, uh, how's it been the last, what are we, seven, six, seven years coming up to this point? Yeah, I know. It's been it's been a definite journey for me. Uh, thanks for uh, highlighting the Eve's The Behaviour era. That doesn't happen very often. <laughs> Why? Is that, I mean, to be fair, am I not supposed to? Is it, is it, is it a bad oh, thing? Oh, no, no. That was actually nice because I think a lot of people think I'm a new artist, especially at the moment with um, Complicated doing well. And so, I mean, there's even pre-Eve's The Behaviour, me um (laughs) like I've been doing this for a really long time I've been doing this since I was about 13 or 14 living in Cairns and I used to bask and and hustle and make like (laughs) demo CDs and I would like play to the backpackers on the Cairns Esplanade and like force them to buy my little demo EPs and stuff was it just Eves when you started as well no it was under Hannah which is my my actual first name but Eves comes from my middle name and Caritas is my surname so it's been a journey (laughs) getting to this point but it's been great I mean I think for me I've just always been growing and growing and growing um I feel the most comfortable I've ever felt in my songwriting now uh, but getting to this point, I've had to go through all those like twists and turns. Eve's behavior was very dark and broody. And then I went away, I went and lived in London for three years and decided that I needed to um, stop hiding behind a moniker. So that's why I went back to my actual surname. And then I put out my first album that did pretty well. And then now I'm here with Complicated and it's my favourite song ever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's such a great track. Um, and the lyrics really stick out to me when I, you know, when I listen to this song, I, I really, it's, it's really easy to actually listen to it, you know, and take in mm. everything you're saying. It's the first single that you've, you know, dropped in a couple of, 
years. You just, you sort of took about two years off. What was Eve's career just doing in that time? I spent most of that time overseas, actually, which is why I sort of been pretty weird because I've been back in Australia. And yeah, no, I was overseas. Um, I spent most of last year in Sweden and LA and London, sort of ping ponging around. I spent the whole Euro summer on this island in between Sweden and Finland. Um, just <laughs> why <laughs> trying to get some Having... diplomatic immunity or something like that? Yeah, Is what, what, out what of was that? Avoiding yeah. extradition laws or something? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What I what prompted that? that? <laughs> I have some friends over there, and I was invited to stay for the summer in like this summer house where there's this weird, like rich people commune almost <laughs> in this um, tiny little peninsula on an island called Gotland, which is so stunning and obviously it's like midsummer, so the sun doesn't really set and everyone there just kind of it's like summer camp for rich Swedish people. Did you have a midsummer party? I know they like putting flower crowns on and doing all mm. sorts of uh, songs and stuff. Did you get involved with that? Yeah, that was the day I arrived actually. So I was thrown right in into this midsummer party, dancing around a maypole and I was just so jet lagged as well. So you can imagine I was just fully tripping, wrote a lot of music. And then I went to LA. Um, I also like have new management and I spent some time in LA at the like Cap House office, which is the name of the management company. And they have this big house in um, the Hollywood Hills where artists can stay and obviously Tap look after like Lana Del Rey and Dua Lipa and all that sort of thing. So <sighs> It was pretty amazing being there. I actually finally, like, met Lana. She's, like, a massive idol and hero of mine. I've loved her for, like, the last 10 years. So it was pretty surreal meeting her. And I have a pretty funny story, actually, because I had been there for so long and I, like, bought these, like, Magnum ice creams and they were in the freezer and there was one left, I remember. And I'm, like, at this this kitchen table and there's, like, it's covered in, like, lime and tequila and tortilla chips and black beans and all this sort of stuff. And I just see this lonely, like, ice cream wrapper. And I'm like, that's that's my ice cream wrapper. And I'm like, scan this room. And <laughs> Lana Del Rey's like leaning oh. on the kitchen bench, just licking this ice cream. And oh, I was just goodness. like. Oh, wow. Well, I, I think Lana Del Rey based her, in, based her entire <laughs> sort of um, – mise-en-scene on the Magnum Ego ads from the, you know, early 2000s, I think is where she got the inspiration <laughs> for the old, mm. you know, rustic American cars, the well, real, you know, seductive stuff. And living that sort of life, bumping in with all these people, living on islands off the coast of Sweden, <laughs> hanging out with Lana Del Rey. What exactly is so complicated about Eastcrease's <laughs> life right now that you could dare write a song about life being complicated? You're living the dream, mate. Talk Poor about mask, some of the. Mate. Yeah, what about? Yeah, well, 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 there must have been some lows in there. Where did where did this song complicated come from? Just felt all this pressure, and I was just like, man, I'm, I'm like burning through all my cash, like <laughs> going around the world and. I haven't come up with anything good. So I was feeling pressure and I was feeling homesick. And um, my grandfather had passed away earlier in the year and that hit me more than I thought it would. Um, so I kind of mentioned him in the second verse of this song. There's so many points to this. Um, <laughs> it started to manifest in these um, dreams that I was like my teeth were falling out. So I just woke up one day after having this dream and 
being pretty wigged out by it. And I was just like, this is just silly at this point. Like I need to stop feeling sorry for myself. I'm having an amazing time. Why, why do I feel so sad? So I went into the studio and I was just intent on having a bit of a laugh at myself and that's mm. how I came up with Complicated. <laughs> well, the song is so great as well but I've and it's doing so well as you mentioned earlier on um, and I've only heard the uh, unedited version but when, you know, songs start getting played on some radio stations which don't like cussing, obviously you need to... <laughs> Uh, adapt to that. Uh, having not heard the um, the clean version, what do you what do you say in the lyrics of Complicated? Um, when did everything here get so get so complicated? Oh, get so get so. Okay, get you've the done double that. get so. You didn't. Right. So, yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk. Did you have any any input into that conversation? Because on a uh, you know making a TV show, I've had plenty of like literally arguments in a room about you know, a single word that you, you have to use. <laughs> so what was that like? It was, I mean, it, it's quite a simple strategy to just do that, but it took a lot of discussion because initially you're just looking up all the different words that can replace the swear word, but there are so many rules. <laughs> like you can't even do like damn in some radio stations. So like... Oh. It was just the most, we're not going to have any issue with this whatsoever um, version that we could go for. Sure. I think we we also did a version that just sort of tucks the word out. But when it comes to performing, like I've had to perform it a few times, a clean version, and it doesn't really sound the same if you just sort of go, when did everything here get so Complicated. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go for like a, a gosh darn complicated or yeah, or just um, a big elephant, you know, roar or something like that. <laughs> did everything just gets so gosh darn complicated. <laughs> <laughs> that, that works. Rolls off the tongue, mate. <laughs> That's it. All right. Well, Eats Caritas, thank you very much for joining us on All Day Breakfast. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for uh, having a chat, and uh, look forward to uh, more music coming out. What's what's the next thing that uh, Eats Caritas is going to be dropping on us? I am finaling, finalizing, sorry, my next single. So oh, amazing. look at me, look at me. Hearing, <laughs> we can't the new wait. Eve's Carita single, Gosh Darn Idiots, which is uh, <laughs> coming up very, very soon. Uh, thank you so much, Eve. Cheers for hanging out with us. And uh, yeah, hopefully chat to you again soon. Thanks for having me, guys. I smell toast. Alex Dyson, we get to that stage of the show this week where we finally get to hear about some of the news stories that you and I are too cool to mm. click on. That's right. They call us the Ulysses of podcasting because a couple of these news stories are the sirens wailing from the rock islands. <laughs> and although we know that heeding their call will take us to our certain demise, we do want to hear them. So we... Rope ourselves to the mast that is producer Bron and bring you Clickfish. Click, 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 click. Clickfish. Clickfish with producer Bron. That's right. Producer Bron does all the clicking on all the articles that you don't want to click on. But first things first, Bron, before we get into the news stories mm -hmm. of the day, what was it? 
What was what? Come on, Bron. You know Bron. what I'm talking we about. We know us, we want to hear it. Have give you us gone that up or number. Down? My screen give us time. that screen time. <laughs> yes, yesterday it was actually, now this is not to brag, but it was about half at eight oh, and what? a half hours. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. How much on TikTok? All right, let me get it up. <laughs> okay, remembering that the baseline was four hours okay, yeah, last so, weekend per day. So eight hours across the weekend on TikTok. Uh, Bron, so, did you work a full-time job on TikTok this weekend? <laughs> so yesterday on TikTok was an hour and 39 minutes. Oh, okay. just a standard Hollywood movie. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. In 45-second bites. You, you literally watched a full TikTok Feature film on the, <laughs> on the I regret weekend. bringing this up because it's no, really, it's great. it really is scary to think about. No, thank you for for clicking on everything that we are. Uh, the Alex and I and I, which we yep. are too cool to click on it. I mean, and there are things I just desperately want to find out. I just want to know what's going on with Megan and Harry. I need to hear more about Brittany, but I know I don't want to give the sites those that you know what they want. Mm-hmm. We only give them one click, and it's yours, Bron. What was the first one you clicked on? So I've gone international for this first one. This is from the Mirror UK. Um, the headline is, my damned cat is an evil genius. He got my <laughs> wife pregnant. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what do we think? Wait, I thought even you, Bron, had the standards not to click on that. Come on, what is, what is going on there? My cat is an evil genius. Um, how did it, how did, okay, I'm going to guess how it happened. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, I'll guess how it happened. <laughs> it's, there are no sex until marriage couple. Oh all right. God. Somehow someone got pregnant. And when they said, how does this happen? We neither of us, we're both saving ourselves. She went, oh, it was the cats. <laughs> Thankfully, sure? no. That is the headline <laughs> not something to do with like my my pussy is pregnant or anything like that? Is that oh, like... here we go. Is is a picture <laughs> of a cat in the article? Okay, and what did it? Did it was the cat? I don't know, cleaning up off the shower floor or something. <laughs> okay, okay, stop. The reason we get brought is is to hear her professional opinions. Now you've just got two idiots guessing and that's nobody wants that. Bron, okay. please so, go ahead. So what happened was this cat got into this couple's um, condom box and ripped <laughs> up the condom so they didn't realise it was dark. They didn't realise there was a hole in there and then they got pregnant and they were actively trying not to get pregnant. They didn't want oh. another baby. Oh, thank God. I thought it, I thought the cat got into the condom box after they were, like, after they were used. But no, okay, so... <laughs> So he got into the fresh, fresh unused condoms mm-hmm. and pierced them with like its claws. Yes. Uh, oh my lord! You. Bad kitty. Mm-hmm. Very bad. Kitty. That is not but on. Cats, cats love sitting in cardboard boxes. So if you're putting your condoms in there, if, if you get if you've got your fraggers in the open shoe box, I mean, you're just asking for trouble. Well, wait, wait. We're assuming this is a mistake. What if the what if the cat? Was just trying to put one on, you know. <laughs> Had some side hookup down the down the alley. Was like, geez, I better get protected. It's like, how the hell do I put uh, this damn thing on? Uh, Tom Dom, I think we call those. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, what, what was the next uh, article you clicked on, Bron? So this is from the Metro UK as well. The headline is, and I got this approved by our EP Sam. So 
You can blame him for this one. Um, Mum drinks sperm smoothies to fight off coronavirus. Oh, damn it. Our first two stories are about (laughs) semen. Yeah, but okay, so tell me about these these sperm smoothies. So this this mum of two in the UK, she's claiming that it helps boost her immune system. So she hasn't got sick in years and she said it, it helps... Um, her skin and stuff like that, which basically to me, it just seems like one of those bullshit articles from like a men's health magazine being like, tell your partner that this is great (laughs) for them. I mean, I, yeah, some of these cures so far, um, were they, was it, is it like pineapple smoothie as well? The thing Um, that's surprising to me is we have to beep the F-bombs on this show, but uh, come smoothies are (laughs) up. I wonder what else is in the smoothie. Do you know what I mean? Is it just your standard banana and yogurt or is it, you know, a bit of kale? I don't um, know. That that's like putting citrus in milk, mate. Come on. The article kale, does. Kale and, and <laughs> semen. The article does clarify that this remedy is not approved by the World Health Organization. <laughs> oh, good. Just well, so finally, some knows. responsible journalism. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for that one, Bron. Next topic. So this um, is our fingers last one. crossed. Everyone, cross your fingers. <laughs> uh, let's stay out. This of is the, the gutter. World. This is um, PG. So, um, Matt, you're like this. Abby Chatfield from Bachelor in Paradise. She was one of the first to get um, evicted. She mm. she went on Instagram stories over the weekend and claimed. So this is from the Daily Mail. This is the headline. Bachelor in Paradise Abby Chatfield breaks down in bizarre video claiming she was tormented by her killer husband in 1800s Hungary in a past life. That is the headline. That is a mouthful. Wow. So, I mean, I was I was surprised by Abby's departure from the show, to be honest, because I saw her on the side of a bus recently. She's one of the key branded people within the, you know, within the promos. She was seemed to be shocked to get kicked off. Now she's resorting to, you know... <laughs> bringing up past lives. But, I mean, as a psychic myself, I absolutely respect her. <laughs> we have some as audio a... of it, um, actually, okay. from my Instagram story. Oh, I was, like, in, like, 1800s, like, Hungary or something. I was wearing, like, black boots and, like, I had long brown hair and a very, like, thin face. And I was near this man and he was really scary. And I think it must be my husband. And he'd killed our son. So she is saying that was a past life. Yeah, so she did a, it, it's on YouTube, you can do like a past life regression meditation and she oh. claimed that it's it's led by Dr. Brian Weiss, I believe his name is. And so Last she like name. meditated and saw all these things. Yeah, that's what she's claiming. I reckon she's getting, I reckon she's getting paid for that. I don't think so because it's becoming a trend on TikTok, which I would know all about, guys. I was on it for hours. Um, people are doing it Thanks and claiming. For, uh, doing our zingers for us, Bron. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's a big trend at the moment to see what your past life was. Oh, oh interesting. interesting. Do you- so, do we, Matt, you'd be probably the closest to the other side uh, yes. from anyone in the room. Um, do you want to do a quick meditation and figure out your past life? Quick? I'm seeing, I am seeing a small boy with dirty clothes in cobblestone streets of London. He's banging a kettle. Okay, wait. And quick, he's tell asking me about his for, bowl. For Is there bread. enough food in the bowl? No, he's he's saying more. <laughs> <laughs> he's saying, please, oh, okay. sir. <laughs> 
Um, okay. what about he dodges you, around. Any, oh, I'll tell you what, I, I'm no, I'm no, I can't meditate into past lives. I'm struggling enough in this one. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. What about you, Bron? Do you believe? Life. Do you believe this stuff? Um, I well, I tried it last night to see if it actually would work. <laughs> It didn't work for me, but it actually put me into a really, really deep sleep. Because like you, Alex, I've been having trouble sleeping uh, the past few weeks. It actually got me into a really, really deep sleep, and I didn't wake up at all. But I didn't find oh. out who I was in a past life, unfortunately. Oh, well, at least you, you know, woke up refreshed. That's mm. better than, you know, being a little boy wanting bread in the cobblestone streets of London. So thank you so much, producer Bron, for clicking everything that we don't want to. Always an absolute pleasure. And that brings us to the end of All Day Breakfast today. Thank you very much. Thanks to uh, Eves Caritas for having a little chat to us. If you want to get in touch about anything at all, including complaints about the amount of times we mentioned uh, (laughs) uh, disgusting sexual figs, please hit up Matt.Alex on Instagram. That's nature. And if you've got a problem with it, I'll see (laughs) Matt and Alex all day breakfast. (laughs) Hope you're doing well. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. That's it. The all day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.